Hello, and welcome to episode 35 of the Confident Improviser podcast. I'm Willie Mayette, creator of Jazz Edge. So today, I am going to show you a new rootless jazz chords trick. This is an easy way to create any rootless jazz chord. Um, so now, if you're interested in getting the video replay and the sheet music, uh, Jazz Edge members can watch the video and download the sheet music. So if you're interested, just go back to jazzedge.com and you can check that out. All right, so uh, let me load up the sheet music here. Um, so first of all, let's talk about what a rootless jazz chord is. So uh, you'll see here that I have my um, my block chord, right? So I'm just playing a C major seventh chord, and this is my block chord, or just my plain old seventh chord. It's literally just the notes C, E, G, and B natural, right? So it's just your regular C major seventh block chord or C major seventh uh, seventh chords. So to create a rootless chord voicing, I am going to take the root out of that chord. So remember, with these notes again, C, E, G, B, right? The root is C, the third is E, the fifth is G, and the seventh is B. Now, why do we take out the root? Why would we take out the C? Well, typically when playing jazz, we're gonna be playing with a bass player, right? Or we might be playing the bass note with our left hand and we might wanna do that rootless chord with the right hand. So there's many different uh, situations in which we would wanna take the root out of the chord. Now, one thing I could do is I could just take the root out of the chord and I have now E, G, and B. So I have the third, the fifth, and the seventh. And if you're uh, uh, thinking about it theoretically here, you probably already know, well, hey, wait a second, that's an E minor triad, and you would be right. Okay, so if you go to the third of a major seventh chord and make a minor triad, right, that's the first three notes of your rootless chords. But we're not getting all of the notes of our rootless chord. We still want a four note rootless chord here. Okay, so we're only having three notes here. Now if I put the C down here with my other hand, you know, it still sounds like a C major seventh chord. So, what we do instead is we kind of break the chord apart and then recreate it again, right? So we like break it apart into different parts and then we form it again. So the first thing we wanna do is create our guide tones or get our guide tones. The guide tones are the third and the seventh of your chord. So in this case, it would be E and B natural. And remember, the notes of the C major seventh chord are C, E, G, and B. It's the root, the third, the fifth, and the seventh. So right now we're gonna play the third and the seventh, which is gonna be E and B. That's the third and the seventh, those are my guide tones. This is with the third on the bottom. I could also put the seventh on the bottom, and that is B and E. Now, if you're watching me, you could see that I'm playing this with my left hand, and I'm playing it with my using my pinky and my second finger. That's gonna be important. So you wanna make sure that you use your pinky and your second finger. So right now I have my pinky on E, my second finger on B natural. Or if I'm gonna put the seventh on the bottom, I put my pinky on B and my second finger on E natural. You might find that's a little bit close and it might feel a little bit weird at first, but you will get used to that. All right, so that's the first thing you do. You start with just the guide tones. Now a little side uh, uh, bit here, you could just use those guide tones while playing chords. You don't have to play anything more than that. The guide tones give you more than you need, um, or I should say all that you need, to, get, to be able to create the sound of the chord. So you could just play guide tones, but come on, right? Two note chord, sounds a little bit thin, right? You know, to play just that two note chord. Okay. 
All right, so now we want to create our rootless chords. There's a four-step process for this, but it's very, very simple. The first step, you've already done it. You start with your guide tones. All right, simple. I have my third and my seventh. The second step, I am going to add a note between the guide tones, all right? And in this case, on a major seventh chord, I'm going to add in the fifth. And then my third step is I'm going to add in a note above the guide tones. And in this case, it's going to be my ninth, okay? So now the notes that I have are E, G, B, and D, right? So I created a C major seventh chord by playing my guide tones, putting a note between the guide tones and a note above the guide tones. Let's say I want to try it with the seventh on the bottom. Okay, so I have my seventh, I have my pinky on the seventh on the B. I can put my second finger on the E. Like I said, I'm going to put one note in between the guide tones. So there's going to be a note that goes, that's going to go between B and between E. Now, if you're listening, just try and visualize, okay, the note B, the note E. All right, so how many notes do you have in between here? Well, you got C, C sharp, D, and D sharp. So what note are we going to choose? We're going to choose the ninth, right? The ninth is going to sound good there on that major chord. And what note are we going to put above? We're going to put that fifth above. Okay. There, and there I go. I got my C major seventh chord again. This time it has B, D, E, and G. Okay, so the first one was E, G, B, and D. That was the first form. The other form is B, D, E, and G. Now if I put a C underneath that, it sounds really nice. Now, let's try it on a different chord. This time, let's try it on C minor 7th. Start with our guide tones. So we have E flat and B flat. Then we're going to add in our 5th in between and our ninth right up above, play all of those notes, and now I have my C minor seventh rootless chord voicing, okay? E flat, G, B flat, and D. I could put my root underneath there, sounds really nice. When I go to, uh, to dominant seventh, C7, I start with my guide tones, again, the third and the seventh, so that's E and B flat, pinky and second finger. I have one note in between. What note am I going to choose? Let's say I choose the fifth, okay? Instead, I'm going to choose the 13th in a second, but let's just try the fifth, okay? And then up top, I can play the ninth. So now I have E, G, B flat, and D. Sure, that sounds absolutely fine, but typically, rather than playing the fifth on the dominant chord, we play the 13th on the dominant chord instead, okay? Because, and then why do we play the 13th? Well, Let's face it, we're jazz musicians, right? So we want to play a little bit more tension in there. So we add in that 13th, it adds a little bit more tension. But this brings up a great point, And that is that we're not always going to want to be playing in a jazz sensibility, right? Or in a jazz style. Sometimes we're going to want to play like more R&B or rock. And maybe we're still going to want to use rootless chord voicings, but we're not going to want to have as much tension on those rootless chord voicings. So what do we do? Okay, so now what we can do is we still utilize those guide tones, the note between, the note above. So on the dominant seventh, see how I had the guide tones, the E and the B flat. The note between, I chose the fifth, and the note above, I chose the D, the ninth, right? And what does that do? That creates a little softer of a sound so it doesn't sound as tense as that, right? 
right? So there's the, the dominant with the 13, and there it is with the fifth. Now, I could also get rid of the ninth up top. I could instead choose to play the C. And now I have E, G, B flat, and C. Okay. So now, this trick works super well for any kind of chord that you want to make. Let's say that I want to make a C major 7th chord with a sharp 11, okay? And I want it to be a rootless chord, okay? It's going to blow your mind at how easy this is. Well, again, let's go through the four-step process. First step, start with the guide tones, right? So what are the guide tones for a major 7th chord? E and B. All right, perfect. Now I'm going to play one note in between. Well, remember, I want the sharp 11 in there or the sharp 4, however you want to think about it. It doesn't really matter, right? Let's say sharp 4. Okay, well, sharp 4, is that going to make sense to play that in between or play it above? Well, it's kind of hard for you to, to be able to see if you're listening right now, but my thumb would have to stretch up from the B all the way up to F sharp if I'm going to play that as my top note. That's a pretty big stretch. So instead I'd play it, I would sandwich it right between those guide tones. So I, put, I play E, F sharp, and B, and now with my thumb, what am I going to do? Well, let me play my ninth. Put a C underneath there. Now I got myself a C major 7th, sharp 11, rootless chord voicing. Let's say I want to do a um, C6 chord, right? So I could play C major 7th, I could add the 6th in there, and then add the 9th above. And that gives me a, a, a C major 6th, major 7th, with a 9. Let's say that I want to play a, I don't know, let's, let's do a C minor 7 flat 5 chord, okay? Okay, well, I could start with that guide tones of the E flat and the B flat. In the middle, I put my flat 5, and up top, I could put the ninth if I want. That sounds nice. Or I could even just play the root as well. Sometimes the ninth sounds a little bit tense. This is where you're going to utilize your ears. But utilizing this trick, it makes it really simple for you to be able to create rootless chords. Now, where this trick really, really shines is with your dominant seventh chords. Because on the dominant seventh chords, there's always tensions that we're going to be adding in. We'll add in the nines, flat nine, sharp nine, sharp 11, 13, flat 13, right? So we could really throw the kitchen sink in there. So let's have a little bit of fun with this. Let's start with C7. We're going to start with our guide tones of the E and the B flat. I'm playing that with my pinky and my second finger. All right, so let's start with the, with the top note, the, the, the thumb. Okay, well, I'm going to do sharp nine, okay? So I'm going to put E flat or D sharp up top here. And then in between the guide tones, well, why don't we do, uh, let's try 13, see how that sounds. Yeah, 13 with sharp nine doesn't sound that great. What about flat 13 with sharp nine? Ooh, yeah, that's real nice. All right, that sounds really good. Okay, let's try another one. How about E and B flat? There's my guide tones. Now let me put in sharp 11 in between, and then let me throw my ninth up on top. Now I have myself a C7 sharp 11 chord. What if I want a C7 flat 9 flat 13, right? Might seem difficult at first. Okay, well, go through the steps. Start with the guide tones, the third and the seventh. Add the flat 13 in between. Add the flat 9 up top. Now you get yourself a nice C7, flat 9, flat 13 chord. So utilizing this trick, you're able to create your rootless chord voicings on the fly relatively easily. 
What do you need to know? You have to know the guide tones. So this is a great stuff to practice while you're away from the piano. Practice going through those guide tones, trying to figure out what are the guide tones for each of your chords. Okay? So anyway, that's it for uh, today's episode. Thanks for joining me, and I will see you in the next episode. Remember, if you are a member of the site, feel free to join in every other Thursday uh, for my Jazz Edge core training, and you can go ahead and ask questions and share your playing. And of course, uh, Jazz Edge members um, uh, uh, also get the benefit of being able to watch the video of this podcast. All right, so anyway, I'll see you back at Jazz Edge. Thanks for joining me.